Hey, thank you for checking in. Trevor Russell here, the director of the Results Investment Group. Today, we're going to talk to Claire Armand about the do's and don'ts of buying property off the plan. Hi, Claire. Hi. Hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to have you, actually, and I'm really looking forward to our interview. As you can see, Claire is uh, very uh, reserved and quiet, and she doesn't really like to smile much. So, you know, just just forgive her for that in advance. Mm -hmm, thank you. <laughs> she, uh, she can talk almost as much as I can talk, so we will have to be very uh, diligent in our discipline through this quick interview. So what we want to share with you today is, for me, I have a real passion to help people understand money, investing, how to do things in more responsible, smarter ways so that you can achieve the goals that you want to achieve. And as I was just saying to Claire, very often what we see is buy the house, get the loan, do the investment. And while this may seem very obvious, what I'm really passionate about, and I know Claire is having gotten to know her and her companies, we want to know why you want to do what you want to do. And is in this context a property off the plan that's going to be relevant to your goals and investment and even if you're not interested in any of that but you just want to know more about what goes on out there in the world of investing and people buying properties and how some do it really well and some mess it right up and everything in between this is what I believe is very important for all of us to know, because let's face it, we're never taught, are we Claire at school, unless you were, how to budget money, how to buy a property, how to get a mortgage, how to actually build financial independence. And that's one of the things that I'm really passionate about with the work that we also do through the Results Investment Group. And I'm very fortunate to have recently aligned with Claire and her company, which is I Buy New. And these guys specialize in helping people purchase property off plan all throughout Australia. And I'm going to hand it over to Claire in a moment to talk more about what they do and why they do it. And it can help people achieve many goals specific to their needs. So Claire, why don't you tell me to shut up, jump on in, uh, introduce <laughs> yourself and tell us a bit about what you do and why you do it. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. To echo your comments a little bit further, I think that property can be very transactional and there's parts of it that is a, a literal transaction and I think that a lot of the time that that's what makes people really nervous and really hesitant because either if you don't understand it or you don't have experience in it um, or you know you've seen something on the news or a friend of a friend something bad happens then you know you can have this perception of, of property and it can make you really cautious and, and nervous and even if you are really confident about property, but you just don't know where to start, then that's something that I'm really proud of with iBuyNew. So while my role and what I do is working with people like yourself, Trevor, in working with different companies to see how collectively can we provide a better service to people? How can we lean on each other and, and help each other be able to provide more resources and more education and more support? Um, and in our case, more literal properties to people. Um, what we stand by for iBuyNew is the service to the client. And although this is a world that we live in every day, and it'd be the same with you where, you know, there's certain parts about finance that it's just like your language. And sometimes you talk like that to people that don't speak that same language. 
and you just feel so misunderstood. So the goal for I Buy New is to be able to simplify the complex in property and not sell property, but to be essentially a matchmaking service and an educational service to people looking at new and off the plan. And there's many, as we'll get to, there's many reasons why people would want new and off the plan. For me, the smell of fresh carpet is like, why would you want an established property when new carpet smells so good? But we work with our clients in initially understanding what's not even what are you looking for because sometimes you don't even know but you will just know this is what i want to achieve and for some people that's a really emotional decision it's a home where they're going to make memories there and we're we're fully respective and fully appreciative of how big of a milestone that is in people's lives and then it also might be an investment where you can understand well why i want the investment is because of what it's going to mean for my lifestyle either now or in future and that's what drives the decision making. And then we can be the ones to say, okay, well, if that's why you want to do this and that's what you want to do, then let us find the best option for you. And so the relationships that we have nationally for different property partners means that we can be independent and unbiased in providing property options based on someone's goals, rather than I guess having a stock list that we as a business are obliged to to sell so it means that we can do a far more tailored approach to what someone's looking for and then once someone's identified the property that matches their goals and matches what they're in a position to do then we still have a client liaison team and a service that carries someone through to the settlement of the property and the handover of property and the moving time which is so exciting but there are also more moving parts when it comes to new and off the plan property and our goal is to really take away the time and the stress and the overwhelm away from that process and have it be more not only more enjoyable but more enjoyable but also more educational so that Mm. by the end of that process that person can say okay well next time I do this I know what to do and I know what to look out for and I know what, you know, the terms mean in the contract now. And, mm. um, you know, it's the educational piece rather than just finishing the property. Yeah. So um, I'm really proud of that. I'm really proud of what we do. Yeah, and, I, and, it's, and when we first uh, were in conversation about aligning businesses, I really, that they, these are my values and I, just to let you know, uh, for those of you watching is there is a process for how if you don't know this and you would just be curious to know there's a process that I developed and I see how it works in really line, in line with what Claire just shared is uh, both of us in our own unique ways of wanting to help people understand and what I call in my language I call it the stepping stones to your loan or property purchase success and I'll put a as you can see down the bottom here it's getting to know what you want preparation for the right loan and if it's a property involved with that and it's a service like uh, I buy new then it would be once the client's happy we make a submission we do all the things to have you pre-approved then the property is valued and some other bits and pieces then we go to approval with everything being in line and then we go to documents and settlement so what I've done is with these steps I've just put down the bottom here is 
putting that system together to help educate our clients on the whole little journey that they're going on and it make, brings clarity and I, 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 I did a loan as you know I'm doing a loan for my own sister actually and mm -hmm. it was so special to see that when I showed her the plan and the next time we spoke because we update where people are at our clients are at on that journey and she said oh yeah I can see we're at step three and I need to get that mm. to you and I'm like oh my god it works <laughs> <Don't> <laughs> so, <see> it. <laughs> yeah exactly and so as Claire said uh, one of the things that I really uh, respect about what Claire said and what they're doing we're doing is we, we want to educate people so it's not this mystifying thing out there and as I say we all learn to skill in our jobs and how to drive a car and buying property and doing finance and loans is just the same it's just learning a specific way of doing things now I'm not saying you have to go and do finance and property we're the type of people that will help you do it and we're alongside you uh, but yeah there is just a process and that's something that we're both um, very passionate about clearly in case you don't know what buying property off the plan actually means, right? Do you want to just explain, Claire, what mm -hmm. buying property off the plan actually means? Yeah, well, in simple terms, to, to make it super simple, it's just property that isn't yet constructed. It's property that you can't yet walk through the door. And I mean, we do new and off the plan so there'll be some cases where it'll be a newly completed product but there hasn't ever been a homeowner before but i guess the easiest way to distinguish it is established is a home where there has been a homeowner before you and new and off the plan is where you are the first homeowner and the, the timing of new and off the plan can vary depending on construction time frames and pre-launches and and all of those things but essentially it's where a lot of your decision making is based on what you see in color rooms, in showrooms, in displays, and it, it helps you see the emotional, touchy-feely, tangible things, but gives you the option to be able to choose what that looks like for you. So a lot of people will look, look through, say, display homes, and you'd want to move just into the display home. They're so beautiful. But if you could mix and match every display home that you saw to create the home that you're going to live in, that's essentially one of the best, in, in my opinion, one of the best things about new and off the plan from a, a choice point of view is that you get to influence what your home's going to be like mm. um, and then see it come to fruition and see that, you know, the physical building come out of the ground which is is really cool so um yeah a, a little bit of a, a difference in in process and structure and contracts and how it all works but in simple terms you are the first owner of that property you're really turning a dream into reality right you see mm. something yeah. and some of it might not even be it could be an empty lot or it could be started and everything in between but yeah it's mm. it's being able to turn that dr dream property or investment property or home into reality and mm. on that note the thing that i want to jump into next with you is the do's and the don'ts around buying property off the plan i purchased investment invested in property i've done some smart things and I've done some really stupid <laughs> things, which as a friend of mine said, 
we do the best with what we knew at the time. And at the time, I didn't clearly know much at all. I uh, would like to open with a quick story about what not to do, which is probably a learning in itself, right? So mm -hmm. I, uh, I now live in Queensland and I work between the Gold Coast and Brisbane for life and business and all that stuff. And I used to live in Sydney and I'm originally from Melbourne, you're where you're sitting right now. And in Sydney, I, uh, per, my, a friend of mine, supposed friend of mine, that's the first thing to learn and be careful <laughs> right? And uh, I had the pitch given to me that I wouldn't have to settle and I would sell the property with no problem at all prior and I would take that growth as profit and never have to actually buy the property. And if this doesn't make sense, don't worry about it. But that is something that can, I don't even think it's allowed anymore. I don't think. And if you ever are told that, be careful because we don't know if the property is going to be sold. And if you're buying this property, whereas I had, let's say I had $15,000 and I was told, well, just pay for the stamp duty and the holding deposit and then we'll sell it for you and it's going to be worth extra and you can have that as after costs as profit. And I go, okay, well, that would be about 300% on my uh, 15,000. But this is what happened, Claire. The property didn't sell. Mm -hmm. And what happens, guys, is you sign a contract to buy property off the plan and if you don't know how to negotiate terms, I was committed to the purchase. And so what then happened was for the developer who's building it, he obviously wants to sell property and I had to hire a lawyer to get me out of it and I still had to pay a proportion of the stamp duty back, which is a whole other conversation. Where I'm really going with this is, guys, that... And now I'm saying that before I say the last bit. If I had have purchased that property and found the money some way, somehow, do you know what that property is now worth? It's worth about $3.2 million. Mm -hmm. So that's another conversation, right? <laughs> so, so that even for me was like, God, maybe I should have gone and just borrowed 60,000 off my dad and out. did it. But I didn't know what I didn't know at the time, right? Uh, yeah. But the good news is if you're watching this and this is something you're interested in, you're in pretty smart, good, experienced hands for what <laughs> not to do in this forum. But the upside, so Claire, can you relate to that story? Have you ever heard stuff like that? And yeah. Yeah, yeah, I have. And I mean, everyone probably either is someone or knows someone who has a story and I guess that the, the moral of all of that is exactly what you said, where you don't know what you don't know. And that's why people like us and our services exist to highlight what you didn't know that you didn't know. And, you know, there's plenty of scenarios, luckily not for me personally, um, hopefully not ever for me personally. That's one of, I guess, one of the key things within our service is negotiating on someone's behalf. Yeah. Exactly what you're talking about to be able to identify not just what are the obstacles that come up in property a lot or what what even are different clauses in contracts and what do they mean? Because when you read something in a contract or when your conveyance says something in a contract, they're talking as they interpret it and the world that they live in every day. 
But if you don't live in that world, I, I always say like, tell me like I'm five. Just tell me what it means. What are the potential impacts of that? What are the benefits, downsides? And just understand it a little bit more, even if it is what it is. Um, but just understand what that means for you is is really important. So that's a, a big part of what we do is being able to negotiate on someone's behalf. And we're, we're not lawyers, we're not solicitors. We can't, you know, make decisions for you. We can't even really say what you should or shouldn't do, but we can hopefully try and make sense of what you didn't know that you didn't know. And so, yeah, everyone's got a, a story to tell, that's for sure. Yeah, I agree. And on the on the upside, while that is a little bit of a, uh, well, it, I, you know, I still learn a lot from it. And the way I, I try and be the type of person with my thinking is even the most difficult times and learnings as a business person and as an investor and entrepreneur is there's going to be those challenges and I probably think I'm partly addicted to those challenges sometimes. <laughs> it keeps me, keeps me feeling alive. But to also look at that and go, okay, well, that was a really interesting experience, but what did I learn? I mean, I sold a property a few years ago, and this is a whole other conversation under what is called vendor terms. And uh, real quickly, anyone watching who doesn't know what that means is, as the owner of the property, there can be a loan on the property and we can sell the property invariably as the bank. And so we develop a subcontract and we uh, establish a loan with the individual so they don't have to go to the bank to borrow money and they pay us and we pay the loan. Anyway, I got a learning and it all was contracted, legal, correct. And then these people just wouldn't pay their loan. And I then had to try and get them out. And so the even though that was difficult, now knowing what I know, and do you know what I learned on that experience, Claire? Mm -hmm. A was lot. This, a lot, but this was the simplest mm -hmm. thing. I'm not, I'm the type of person who always just wants to have a win-win for people. And mm. I mucked around so much with trying to do the right thing and having the lawyer, I should have just gone to their home, knocked on the door and said, we've got to chat and talk this through. Mm. And I never did. These mm. days, now any, what's that? Communication. Communication and also a little bit of having to have those confronting conversations, yeah. right? Yeah. And I look back and it was a few years ago and I didn't know what I didn't know. Whereas now, anytime there is any situation that is looking like it could go south, straight on the phone or straight over there, we sit down, what's going on? What can we do? How can we move forward? Can we mm -hmm. well and easy or does it have to go a different way? And ever since I've done that, everything is mitigated and fixed very quickly. Mm -hmm. And so yeah. that was my learning. So it was a $30,000 mm -hmm. learning, but anyway, <laughs> that took me a while to get over that one. <laughs> so anyway. But, it will um, make you plenty more than 30 Oh, exactly. That's what I think about challenge, you know, lessons and whatever it costs you, it'll it'll make you more in the end. It's just cool. a... So I want to ask you from your experience in there, and I agree, in seeing what people go through, have, have, you, have you got any nice uh, win stories for us where someone's purchased something and, I don't know, it's gone up in value or they've gone and bought another one? Some, a story that might, you know, actually show the really positive side to investing yeah. property off plan, which has many, by the way. Yeah, well, I guess even for myself, I purchased um, house and land 
eight, eight years ago, the, the total package was about 230000 <laughs> Wow, where did you buy and ship it? <laughs> uh, no, it was in Geelong. Um, and yeah, and, and I look back now, and, and this is probably an, another thing that's kind of a do and a don't is thinking that there will at some point be the perfect timing because we we can pick trends and we can see what we think is going to happen. We can say, well, history says that property cycles will do X, Y, Z. But, you know, even looking at the last couple of years with, you know, this, this fear around what COVID was going to do to the property market, and it's it's just blown oh. everyone's mind. So, in you know, you'll I used to see a lot of first home buyers, and still do. My background was in land development, and and see a lot of people who would say, "Oh, I'll just wait and I'll save a little bit." And by the time you save a little bit, the price goes up a little bit, and then you save yeah. a little bit, the price goes up a little bit. So, um, there's in on one hand, it's never the right time. And on the other hand, it's always the perfect time because if you can get in, then get in because history shows what happens. So, you know, that was kind of me at the time, you know, eight years ago, thinking that 230000 was, you know, a loss. Um, and it was for me at the time. You yeah, know, for sure. It's a big decision, decision, right? Yeah, exactly. And um, A lot of zeros. That's a lot of zeros. And just, and you know, a lot of paperwork and a lot of signatures yeah. and, and I wasn't in the industry and I, I was just kind of trusting that it was going to work out and to have the property valued last week and it's now at about 550. Yeah. So, wow. you know, that's, I guess, my own success story. But even, I don't know, I'm a bit mushy with all of this stuff because what I love is having people just so excited and so thankful and so appreciative for, I guess, the service that we do. So that fills my love cup when people are just so excited about this whole process. But even working with clients who, uh, you know, have purchased property, purchased land, let's say, and by the time they settle and build, they're already up 80 to 90,000. And then by the time their house is even being built, they're in a position to say, hey, I reckon I could diversify my my portfolio and my property options and I might secure a little apartment and, and get some income coming in each week. And, you know, just seeing people being able to come to us and say, oh, I'd love to do this. And it is a real dream at the time. And then as we we're talking about before, seeing something become a reality. And then it really, it shifts your perspective on then going, oh, okay, I see what I can do now. And I see mm. how this works now. Because mm. you'll hear people say, um, you know, I've, I've got a property portfolio. And I, when I was younger, I was like, okay. <laughs> when people would say that, not really understanding, you know, what what that meant in terms of why do that? Like, what does that do for your lifestyle? And what does that do for you and your family? And so these are the things that I think of when we say, well, why do you want to do something? why do you want an investment you know is it because you want to prepare for your retirement or do you want some rental return coming in each week and have some shopping money or you know build for the next you know everyone's got their own their own um mind that starts to play the what if game and property is you know in our experience has been one of the most um I guess one of the most reassuring things that you can do to invest in 
to get those things that you want. So when I really started to understand that, I was like, now I get why people want a portfolio, but how do you even start doing that? How do you mm -hmm. go from one to two to three to five to eight? Like how, how do you let it compound? And it does compound. And that's what, you know, you would see as well is people being in a position where once their asset starts working for them, that's when it can build such momentum where you see these people who say they've got X amount of properties. And I was like, how, like, how, where did that start? And you have to start somewhere, which brings me back to my point of um, timing is both always perfect and never right. So if you're in a position to move forward, then, you know, I, I guess, you know, finding the right people, and we can talk more to this in a second, is finding the right A team that is going to help you figure out what your best next steps are so that you can ask the questions that need answering. You can hear the answers to questions that you didn't know that you had by engaging with the right, not only the right services, but the right people, because yeah. you've, you know, you've got to have an element of trust with all of this because, yep. you know, you're putting so much of not only your finances, but just your own personal commitment into something that it's important for someone to really respect that. And there's plenty of people who do it, you know, they've got amazing products and services, um, but it's, it's different when you feel like you really trust in the people that you have working with you to make something like this happen. Do you know my first property I bought was in Footscray, Melbourne, and I was living in Sydney. And I would fly to Melbourne every weekend with my girlfriend and I think she, and anyway, we ended up finding a little house for 185,000 in Footscray yeah. because I actually really loved studying and, and you know, we did okay, but there's these little areas right throughout the country, right? Yeah, these little pockets, which again, if, if you don't mind me touching on, this is my focus on figuring out who your A-team is, because if you have your broker who handles finance and your conveyancer who handles legal um, and services like us that handle property, then it can just piece everything together in a much more cognizant way and and expose you to areas where you probably didn't even think of. If there is something that matches your budget and you can get into the market and not <laughs> ride the wave, <laughs> price increases, then let's get this ball rolling. If that's what your goals are. But again, I, I, everyone's different. You know, mm. there are some trends, but everyone wants things for different reasons and reasons that are personal to them, which we appreciate. Um, but I think I think a lot of it is either fear or lack of preparation or lack of understanding. Or, or, or can can we be bothered really? Yeah, yeah, because it's because it, it can be overwhelming, right? Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's effort involved, and and there's reward for effort. But yeah. you've got to get the effort in the first place, and that's where we all do our bit, try and take the load. If, if you've got anything that feels important to you that you're watching and you do find that you're watching a bit too much Netflix while that's processing in your mind as you're watching because it actually is jumping out at you because you do want to do it, all I would say, whether it's something that we can help with or anyone that you're going to need to engage for whatever you want to do, have a conversation. Just say, hey, look, I'm thinking of doing this. I'm shit scared. I have no idea. Or I do, but I... Just want to just start the conversation and that I have found always for me has been the beginning of then it unfolding to become understandable, digestible and very often, you know, a reality. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. 
But so Claire, right now, uh, for people that are possibly looking to invest in property, whether it's to buy an investment property or a uh, home to live in, uh, I would imagine they could reach out uh, to us at Resultsman Investment Group and I can do an intro to you guys and because we just like mm -hmm. to do a little kind of um, little checks and balances. So when I do and we do introduce them to you that it's um, it, it's it's fair and reasonable to say that there is some opportunity there either now or in the future. Would that be okay to go that way? Yeah, correct. And I think that's the best approach because then, you know, everyone involved has a really good understanding of what someone's looking for and then my role is also about matching that person to the best person in our team that can help them specialising in geographical areas, different nationalities, you know, different experiences in property. And, and so we can match the best person based on what they're looking for, which, uh, yeah, having a chat with you will identify that for sure. Make a friend. And that property consultant would get a really good understanding and just confirm the details of what we already know. Um, and then that person and our sales support team have a look for what the best property options are and what would be presented to you as a handful of options that match what you're looking for. Um, there's, there's no immediate decisions. It's just getting an understanding of what your options are and, and what properties are available. <clears throat> and then it's just a matter of finding the best option for you. Again, we negotiate the best outcome for you. Um, and from that process moving forward, a client liaison is your main point of contact to liaise between every moving part um, that's involved from legal, finance, construction updates, all of those things in terms of walkthroughs, inspections. You know, we have someone that can kind of just be the bumper bars for you and just help everything move, move smoothly up until settlement, up until you get the keys. Yeah, wonderful. Thank you. Well, mm. sounds pretty simple to me. And I want to add just to that is, there is, what what we don't do and pretty much at these initial stages, there's no paying money, there's no signing documents, there's none of that. It is literally what we're doing is we are finding out the facts of mm -hmm. who you are, what you want, why you want it, can it work, how can we make it work, uh, what needs to happen. It's literally just like you're sitting down with a friend, hopefully a friend, and figuring out how you can go from A to B. That's I know how I work and that's how I know Claire and her team works. So that's easy, right? That's easy. And then mm. you got plenty of time to uh, read over things. And, you know, we have conveyances and lawyers and I know Claire does and people we trust and know have the right values. So there's a lot of opportunity to take it easy. Now, I say these days, easy peasy, nice and easy. No hurry, plenty of time, never have to stress that it's got to be done by 9 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, so, and I know you guys are the same. And sometimes it's not, yeah. sometimes these things take months to slowly put yeah. together, but that's why we're mental and we do what we do, right? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're patient. That's why, we're, well that, yeah, that's why we are mental because we do that. <laughs> <laughs> when is this going to happen? Yeah, right. thanks, mm -hmm. Hey, look, I know uh, okay. we are. We have taken so much of your time. I've taken so much of your time. There's no other we but my puppy that I just got over here. Do you want to mm -hmm. see my puppy quickly? Yes. Everyone, do you guys want to see my puppy quickly? I think it's a universal yes. We've been in, in the rain this morning. Oh, the Johnny. Oh, 
don't, Johnny boy. He's fast asleep. <laughs> hey. Hey, Johnny. (laughs) Information below about what we can do to have a chat and figure this all out. But the greatest, fun, exciting, awesome adventure journey always starts with the first step, right? Mm -hmm. And a Louis Vuitton bag in hand. Thanks, everyone, for watching Trevor Russell Results Investment Group, Claire Armand, I Buy New. It's been a pleasure. Say goodbye, Claire. Goodbye. (laughs) Thank you. Thanks, everyone. You can do it. Go for it.